Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, send his weapon to a chokehold. Collins Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn of what your man is say? We spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidates. I block the seats and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Houghton, Philly West. Repping with the legends, classic in the future. Second politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 connection, real people, ain't no stripping, cute call for directions, just team on the grind time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down the greyhound and this, we google spot, anchor podcast pocket this. NYPA Entertainment Radio, live here on Blog Talk, Colin Alonzo. Thank you for joining us today or any day you decide to download this particular episode. Um, it's already December. We're at the end of the year, uh, which I can't believe it's compared to last year where we were trying to get out 2020. 2021 just went past real fast. Um, with that being said, uh, final show of this year, not the season, of the year is on. It's two weeks from now which will be December 19th, uh, shutting it down for the holidays, and then uh, starting the second half of the 11th season on Sunday, January 9th. So uh, you're ready to just wind things down here as we are uh, going to end the year strong with you guys and uh, going through the new year and the holidays uh, strong. And hopefully everyone is doing well and hanging in there with all the chaos that is now just added out there. Just keep your heads up, stay focused, and uh, – Sit back for the next two hours. Let us do our thing thing. Want to entertain you and get into some stuff. Um, with a new month, new music playlist. With this month in particular, uh, because it's December, uh, we're just doing our usual annual holiday music playlist. Holiday music from all genres, past and present, and so forth. So uh, got a little bit of everything on this month's holiday version of the music playlist. And uh, like I said, we've got a lot of things to get into, and uh, we're going to get started. We're going to start with, um, and I didn't know this had happened until afterwards, uh, versus between 3-6 Mafia and Bone Thugs and Harmony. I didn't know quiet. you were having it. I've yeah, it heard, was quiet. Yeah, I've, I've heard they were going to do it. I didn't know that the, the date was set until, I think, actually when it, almost ended or whatever, I got an alert, and I really didn't pay attention then. Um, but it was quiet to, to everyone to you know, everyone who didn't know about it, but it wasn't quiet overall because uh, a fight broke out on stage between 3-6 Mafia yep. and Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, last Thursday. Uh, the event was going, going down at the Los Angeles Hollywood Palladium uh, in front of a live audience. The fight started after uh, Busy Bone called out 3-6 Mafia for mocking him while they were performing, after some words were exchanged, Busy threw something towards the other group, uh, which was a, a water bottle, uh, and then all went down out downhill from there. 
Uh, quote, A, A-O-A, before we even get started, you ugly MFers ain't finna be mocking me while I'm on mother effing stage. Like, straight the straight the F up, Busy said, before turn, before things turn ugly. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know about you. I've seen the footage. I laughed. It was, it was funny. I did, too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, follow, uh, following the scuffle, the live stream was paused and assigned reading due to technical difficulties. This event will return monetarily, appeared. After a few minutes, the versus battles resumed. Busy Mo also returned and apologized. And, quote, I want to apologize for everybody, um, the F out here on both sides. I'm not trying to F this F this shit up. Pardon me. Let keep, let's keep let keep the party mother effing going, Busy told the crowd. Uh, I laughed. I love it. It was, it was, you know. But prior to the battle getting underway, Busy uh, huh? It was comical watching that footage. Yeah. Oh yeah. The whole thing was it was comical. I liked it. I was, I was like, this is what you kind of need. But but the funny, the prior to everything getting underway, Busy labeled B Six Mafia quote devil worshippers. He expanded on his thoughts on a lengthy post he made to Instagram. <laughs> so I was like, you already started calling people names and such. I I laughed the whole the whole all the way through. Now I'm all for heated competition. I mean, you ain't got to go all physical. Um, and that's what verse should be heat of competition. You ain't got, I mean, but he started by throwing a water bottle. I mean, he could have just started rapping or doing your thing. Um, but yeah, I, I found it funny. I found it funny. Listen, and I'm mad I missed you it. Know, um, you know, I, I'm kind of glad I missed it because uh, this thing was so quiet. It, it was no hype into it. it was, you know, it would have been something I really would have wanted to watch anyway, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony and and Three Six Mafia. I wasn't a fan of either of those groups, to be honest with you. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad the fight was resolved um, before it even got any, you know, deeper than what it did. It shouldn't have happened first off, you know, because you don't want to ruin the whole idea of the verses of people going at each other. That's not the point of getting out there and physically, you know, fist fight. You know, it's battle on the mics. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, mm-hmm. you know. So, but just watching the footage alone was very comical because it seemed like nobody really wanted to throw any punches. It was like they was like, you know, going back and forth. It almost looked like it was staged that way mm-hmm. to happen because when you look mm-hmm. at it, nobody was really trying to hit anybody. It's like mm-hmm. they're throwing like you know a little small or or missing, trying to go for the body and all that. It, it was just really hilarious looking at it. It almost looked like, like something from a WWE event, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I'm hoping, WWE. yeah, I'm I'm hoping that you know other, you know, um, verses don't come to this point and and it gets you know far worse where, you know, weapons are drawn and all that stuff. So I'm hoping it just stays as is. You know, they both you know battling against hits with one another. Um, so, well, number one, I, go ahead. No, no, finish. Go ahead. No, number one, weapons are being drawn. Security should be fired because there's no way in the world you should be walking up in there with, with weapons. Security, you're right. Everything, you everybody, know, the whole happen. thing should be fired. Huh? You're right, but things do happen. You're right, huh? things do happen though. They find a way of getting in there. They pay off people. I've seen it happen, yeah, and, yeah. and um, you know, in, in many places where where things got in. 
And, and they yeah, they and they should again should be fired, sued, and be whatever. Right. If that is that's the case. I thought uh, something was going to break out with locks and dipsets, especially with the shirtless guys bouncing around all crazy on stage. I don't know why. Again, I don't know why you got a bunch of shirtless guys. They didn't need to be on there. They didn't need to be on stage. I still don't understand that. Yeah, I still don't understand that. I'm like, I th- but I thought something was going to jump off there more so. Bone Thugs and Harmony 3-6 Mafia. Shout out to Lazy Bone, friend of the show. He's been on the show uh, before. Um, but, yeah, I yeah I was surprised to hear that, like, something actually really it got took it that far. You see them, you see people mouth off and say stuff, but, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it, the funny thing is we could have avoided all that if he didn't throw a water bottle. You know what I mean? So he started it by throwing a water bottle. So, it, listen, you throw right. things, you, of course somebody's going to step to you. Like, you now you throwing shit at us? So of course you're gonna step to right. that person like what are you what are you doing? So Busy actually started by throwing. I mean, say what you want to say verbally, whatever. You know what I mean? You go back and forth, but right. now you're crossing the line but, or you're getting physical because you throw something. Like why are you throwing things? It was more of a shoving match. <laughs> you know, they really didn't do much, which I'm glad that's all it, that's all happened. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I don't I don't even know who came out on top between those two. Again, I, I didn't I, even know what was happening. <laughs> I think it was overshadowed because of the fight. But another thing, if you notice, there, um, there's a female in the middle of them also. So that shoving match, because she, I think, it was, I can't think of her name. She's showing the hook on Thugger's Ruckus Bone. She was right there. It's a female, literally. They kind of shoved her out the way a little bit to go at it. But right. she was, like, right there. So I'm glad they didn't. Maybe they stopped because she was right there trying to break it up. It was, you know what I mean? Because... Limbs doesn't go flying. She go, you know, she go into the audience or go into the band, uh, the DJ table. Yeah. You never know. But the singer was mm-hmm. right, the female singer. Cause I looked, I said, is that a female? I heard her voice, and I couldn't, because everything happened so fast. And I'm just going to think, I was yeah. like, maybe they're trying to, like, all right, let's not hurt her. You know, because she kind of kind of moved her back a little bit, because she kind of went back yeah. a little bit, and then she was trying to break it up. Um, but, listen, I don't know who came out on top. I was interested in that, but this is what I am I am interested in. I talked about it last week, and I think we may have a good response. The Ghostface gets an answer from Styles P about a versus yeah. against the Locks. The Locks had oh. one of the best verses. There's no debating that. Back in August, the Locks <laughs> and Dipset had a battle, um, and it was one of it was one to remember. So recently, Ghostface and Raekwon uh, spoke on wanting to battle the Locks in the verses. In March, Ghostface and Raekwon battled each other. That wasn't really nothing. And versus. And I didn't want to join forces together. Um, as it was reported, um, he caught up with Styles P and asked about the possibility of another versus. According to Styles P, the locks would be down. Uh, the money, money, power, respect rapper said, "We, we, uh, we good, we good with that. They're, those are my brothers. I love Ghost and Ray, but this is what we do. This is what it's supposed to be. This is what we're built for." Ain't, ain't it right? The publication also pointed out uh, when when asked whether he would prefer the Lock versus Ghostface and Ray or the entire Wu Tang Clan, Charles P said he's ready for whatever. It doesn't matter to me, man. Y'all set it up. We just appear and go to work, man. Timberland or Swiss P hasn't publicly addressed it. If if this goes down, Jada Kiss will make history as the only person to participate in three three battles. <laughs> His first one was against Fabulous in 2020. Uh, I last week I put my I put it, it'll be good because it pretty much in my opinion it'll be Jada against Ghost and Ray because he's 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 the go-to guy 
he's like the guy. I think go toe to toe. But at, at the end of the day, I think Ghost and Jade are going to light it up with each other. I think Ghost is the better MC than Ray. Um, and of course, there's going to be special appearances from both sides. You know that's going to happen. So you know they got to bring other yeah. members out. You know, so you know they're going to they're yeah. going to get other people. It's going to be good, man. Um, I think that um, this this is actually going to be a great battle. To be honest with you, um, we already know the locks is you know Jadakiss alone can take on um, a, 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 you know a lot of people by himself as he did with um, mm-hmm. Dipset. He pretty much mm-hmm. almost single handedly almost took the whole crew out himself. Um, but mm-hmm. again, um, if if I would have to choose who would come off top on it and. You know, again, Ghostface and Raekwon, lyrically, they are nasty. They are nasty. Yes, I, I agree with you with Ghostface probably edging Raekwon as a better MC out of the Wu-Tang um, clan. But mm-hmm. going up against yeah. the locks, um, I would give the locks the edge. Now, if you had said the whole Wu-Tang clan against the lock, then that would be a tough one to call because every one of them on the Wu-Tang is lyrically nice. So nah, that, that would be, be um, a, a, It's like, yeah, that, that wouldn't work though. It's like three against what six or seven of them. They're, nah. Yeah, it, it would be tough. It would be tough. It would be a tough to call. Um, you know, it would be group against group. You know, that's that's how they would look at it, group against group, because you know the Locks is a group, even though they only have three members. But Wu Tang is a group too, but they have many members. So, but yeah, it would be a, a tough one to call. It will be a tough one to call between them. Now, between Raekwon and Ghost, they both got hits on their hands, but I think um, uh, the locks will still take them. That's my opinion. Nah, I, got, I, got, I, got Ghost, I got Ghost taking it. Ghost and, Ghost and Ray. Ghost leading the way. Jada leading the way for locks. Um, yeah. I, now, between, between those two, I'd say Jada is a better lyricist than um, Ghost. He edges him out. He edges him out. He edges him out. He does. I, it's not. It's not a slaughter, but he edges him out a little bit. Not much, but he got. He, he edges him out. He edges him out. And they are, and they are cool as shit. Like they both. They are boys. They did. I like the track they did together. Run. Um. But he edges. Right. He, he edges him. Out. It's a close one between those two with me. With me, it's a close one. And I'll give Jada just a slight mustard seed edge over Ghost lyrically, in my opinion. Um. If they do this the right way and do it like the Dipset way, have it be very competitive, let's not be friendly, friendly, do the trash talking, and cool. I own, my only wish, I really wish DMX was still alive because, you know, he would have brought him out because, you know, they would have bring meth out. Oh, my God. Of course. Oh, of course. Still alive. Of course. Man. Of course. Man, what if but, yeah, you know, being thing, you know, if that do go down, which I believe it will go down, um, between those two, um, but um, if it do go down, I'm almost positive that Ray and um, Ghost will bring out some of the other members of of Wu Tang, whether it's Meth um, or somebody else. They definitely going to bring them out, and they'll, they'll probably, probably go back and forth because because the Locks had some of them on the on their crew did a song with, so yeah, they'll probably go both ways. They probably will. They probably start out like I said. I think that they did have a dip set. They probably go back and forth and they end it together yeah. or like tracks together. But I, if there's any member they're going to bring out with the most tracks they did with overall combined, it would be Capadonna. Because Cap was on 
Iron Man, Cat was on yeah. uh, Cuban Link. So, and they all, they both, all three work together all the time, like on their album. So I kind of see them kind of doing a three on three type thing, like to kind of bring that, bring the extra person out and, and cap a rap, do his verse or whatever. Um, but if they do this right, they do the, they do the venue at the garden. Um, I see it happening because it's too late now doing the December, um, probably sometime early next year. This It'll be next year. It's not going to happen this year. Nah, it's going to be sometime early next year. If they can promote it the right way, do like they did Dipset, talk, you know, whatever, whatever, oh, it'll be good. Cool. Oh, you and know I they're going to do that. I think they're, they're a better – I think they're a better competition for Locks than Dipset was. I think so. Um, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, Dipset, um, they would have been better had they, you know, rehearsed their music and, and did it live instead of lip-syncing over their own songs. If they had to did mm-hmm. that, it would have probably been a better competition going. But you got mm-hmm. you got um um Dipset out there, you know, rapping over their own lyrics and it just doesn't sound right when they're doing it, and that's why Jadakiss kept calling them out on that. Mm-hmm. They kept calling them out saying that, you know, you don't even know your own lyrics to your song. You're rapping over your own song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do it right. So get the land, get the um, right. They get the platform for it. Woo! I think this this will this will top the Dipset last one. It'll it'll top all of them. I think they do it the right way. New York being in the background, you in the garden, um, in the Hulu theater part of it. Yeah, this is how it's it, gonna it, go it down. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, gonna go it's definitely what? gonna go down. It's definitely gonna go down. Um, you know, Jadakiss already know how to hype the, um, you know, the media and everything up. So he's going to do the same thing like how he did when they full, um, went up against the Dipset. And that's definitely going to be trash talk when they're on stage. You know, Jadakiss is going to do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Ray Kwan well, is know. definitely going to have his words coming back at him. So it's going to happen. It's going to be out of fun yeah, because yeah. they both are um, cool with each other. Yeah, so cool there's not going to be no beef. Hopefully, they don't make that same mistake and have all that entourage in the background. Keep them off the stage. They don't belong there. Uh, I think that might, in my opinion, I think um, going forward is going to be some rules after what happened. And I think they're going to they're going to put they're going to give them a limit. And mm-hmm. the limit compared to. to with the Dipset situation and what happened to Three Six Mafia and so forth. I think it is like, all right, if you're not part of, because they even said it in August, but lots of this say, if you're not part of the show, the group, get the hell off the stage. So I think that's going to happen. So it's going to be right. like, all right, you got to right. be performing, get, get, get set up the DJs, locks, woo, boom, that's it. That's all you need. Everybody else can stay the fuck off the stage. Be in the crowd, be in the background. Right. You cannot come on unless you're actually right. performing. Because, number one, it causes chaos camera-wise because it's too much yeah. people, yeah. too much of a distraction, and you're taking away when you're watching it, number one. Number two, you have these guys who really think they're part of the show and part of the group who want to start throwing, throwing dirty looks and taking off their shirts and flapping like, ah, yeah, what? And that's what happened. Yeah. You don't need That's that. what happened you with you the locks and dipset. You know, it almost became something bigger with the entourage, not with them themselves, the artists themselves, but with the entourage. That's why they wanted them off the stage. They almost and ruined then you it. Have, and then you'll have somebody who wants to throw a bottle and all Nah, so I see the new rules coming, especially now with 
was it Triller owning it or whatever the company is? Um, yeah, yeah, they, they definitely want to set some ground rules. You don't want to lose. You don't want to lose sponsorships, and people start getting scared now. As uh, Jada Kid said back in August, you don't want to scare the white people. So let's not do that. Um, let's just you know talk to trash talk. You do what you gotta do, make that cash, and then and then and all is well. So uh, hopefully to make it soon. We hope to find out sometime in the new year, and uh, that's what a way to start off twenty two. Let them go. Yeah. Let them go at it. Um, all right, Indeed. we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got we got a lot more stuff to get into. Uh, so stick around. Uh, Holiday music playlist. NYPA Entertainment Radio. <laughs>
snow So then I, I, I am dreaming Oh, why Christmas With every Christmas card I write May your days, may your days, may your days Be merry and bright Congratulations to him. Um, Blackson, um, of course, we all know uh, was born in Ghana and moved his family, uh, moved with his family to New Jersey at the age of 13. He rose to fame thanks to an appearance in 2000 um, next Friday, following parts of a slew of other films and TV shows, including Coming to America, 30 Rock, and We Are We There Yet. The comedian shared a lengthy message um, on Instagram where he showed off his green card and reflected on the significant moment. I've made a living making fun of America and Americans, but all jokes aside, America is by far the greatest country in the world. And that's why everyone comes here for an opportunity. He wrote, um, today I'm turning in my green card to replace it with an American citizen certificate. Um, Blackson told TMZ that he, uh, that his U S citizen opens the door for a new world of, political opportunities such as becoming mayor. It doesn't necessarily mean that he will be announcing his um, candidacy um, anytime soon, but he now has the opportunity after today. Um, congratulations to uh, Michael Blackson on becoming, you know, American citizen. Um, I had the opportunity to meet him twice, you know, um, during um, a comedy show that, you know, Stan Strong and myself and, and others had uh, put on at uh, 
you know, a couple of places here in New York City, one at the Symphony Space Theater, where I first met him. Um, he was one of the comedians that we hired to perform um, for the audience. And the second was at the movie theater, the Mag- um, not the Magic Johnson Theater, but the movie theater on Bay Plaza, um, rented out one of the theaters and set up a little stage up front, and he performed there as well. So, um, you know, cool dude, um, um, well-rounded person, um, well-grounded, as uh, I should say, and, um, you know, re- very respectful, um, down to earth. Um, you know, so again, congratulations to him um, on becoming a U.S. citizen, and we'll see what comes um, out of this, you know, what other opportunities um, he's looking into. I mean, you already mentioned that now he has the opportunity to run for mayor if he decides to do so. So, you know, I really don't see him as a political person, but you know what? There's so many other people out there that I didn't see, and they became like Trump, <laughs> like Trump. But, you know, congrats to him once again. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I think now being a citizen, he probably has more uh, accessibility to a lot more things now that he's a citizen, whether it's politically or personally or professionally. So um, shout out to him for becoming a citizen and the whole nine, and that's good, good for him. He's funny. I like him. He's a, he's a funny dude. Um, he is. Let's see. Men have to heal, too. Dr. Dre and Exhibit share a message about their divorce drama. Dr. Dre and Exhibit have reached the healing and moving forward part of their divorce journeys and have the, and have the shirt to prove it. The 47-year-old rapper and 56-year-old rapper, uh, 56-year-old producer, met up and appeared to bond over moving on from their respective failed marriages. Uh, in, in a photo shared by Exhibit, the former Pimp My Ride host is Seen wearing an NWA inspired T-shirt with the letters NWD on one side, sh- short for N words with divorces. While Dre poses with with him as his, as he shows off alternate straight out of marriage side. Uh, man, we we over over here healing and moving forward. Uh, exhibit ex-wife uh, Krista joined her file for divorce from the Eight Mile actor after six years of marriage and decades of dating. The Beats by Dre creator, Exchange Wife, as we all know, Nicole Young, filed a divorce last year, uh, in June of last year, citing Eric's uh, deciding to end due to a lot of shit here. It goes on and on. Uh, Following 24 years of marriage, although Dr. Dre's divorce has yet to be legally final, uh, finalized, producer uh, has declared legally <laughs> was declared legally single by the court in June of this year while battles over finances and assets continue. Fans are tickled to see the friends and collaborators keeping their spirits up amid the divorce drama. Uh, men have men have to heal, too, uh, laughing with emoji, uh, with tears. They definitely uh, they definitely were the problems, laughing with tears, somebody said. Um, singer Keisha Cole even chimed in, asking for a T-shirt to be sent her way following her 2020 finalization uh, divorce from Daniel Gibson. Um in true for fashion, Dr. Dre and Exhibit has been spotted with new boos while in process of their divorces. The former has been romantically linked with the reality TV show April Jones, while the latter has shared images of himself uh, with a mystery woman who has been keeping, quote, him happy. Um, here's the thing. It's, it's, it's about men, not women here, Keisha. Easy. Um, they make a good point because a lot everyone else will look at 
them being more of a celebrity than the wives of them possibly, oh, they out there cheating, causing this, this, and this, and, you know, um, that's probably why she divorced them. We don't know that for sure. Uh, but it's true. It's, it's just as hard on men as it is on women when you're divorcing. There's a lot in stock. You, when you marry, you hopefully that you with this person for to death be apart, as it says. But right. when it ends, the way right. it ends, it's a, it's a lot of stuff that's involved. Like it's, it gets ugly um, because that whether you or that person, you're not, you're not the same. You're just not the same towards each other. And then you throw the assets and the, and the money in and all that stuff. But it's like you went from it, it gets it gets real ugly and it does take a toll on both parties. But I, in my opinion, I think a lot of people don't really, you know, think that it bothers the men as much as it does the women. And, you, and that's far from the truth. It's, it's it's emotional toll. No one wants to get divorced. You're in this to win it. And things happen. Life such as life. And you know, it's not an easy de- uh, decision all the time to just cut ties with someone that you have a lot, a lot, a lot of years and not just marriage, but just in general, um, it, it just becomes different. It, it takes, it takes a, it takes a toll on you. What do you think, Zoe? Uh Yeah, it definitely takes a toll, but um, it, it hits men just as much as, uh, but you know what? Women are far more emotional than men. And, and, and mm-hmm. that's a fact. They, they are far more emotional than men. So, um, yes, it's going to hit men um, um, hard, but it'll probably hit the women even harder, you know, because of their, their um, so much more emotional than men are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I kind of uh, really tired of hearing so much of, you know, the celebrities, um, you know, getting divorces and all that stuff. Yes, it makes news and all, but, it's really getting boring now to hear about it, you know. Nobody wants anybody to to go through an ugly um, divorce, you know, especially when there's finances involved. And then, then it could be children that's involved in it also. So who suffers the most out of this? The children, if there's children involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They suffer the most mm-hmm. because now <laughs> they got to fight between who, which parent are they going to be with. Because mm-hmm. this person's gonna say, "Hey, I want this, um, you know, my children with me." No, I want them with me. Mm-hmm. It becomes ugly, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm really getting tired of hearing, you know, celebrity breakups and all. Um, it really doesn't really interest me anymore when it, when it comes to that. Um, yes, again, I know that we do. Um, the radio show and there's news to put out there um, for everybody to know, but you know, it just it, it, it's just something that you know. Do anybody really care of you know what they're going through because everybody have their own problems that they're going through at home? All right. With that being said, what else you got? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> summed it up. <laughs> Yeah, the New Orleans Pelicans have played 25 games in the season so far, and fans are yet to see Zion Williamson. Um, yeah, he's that player, the young guy who's supposed to be the next big thing, and he's like really blowing it. Um, that's me speaking, not what you know what I'm reading through here. But um, um <clears throat> sitting out, um, Zion Williams been sitting out uh, with an apparent foot injury. Um, he's only 21 year old. Um, has visibly gained a lot of weight um, this off season. 
Um, tonight in a contest with uh, five lead changes and four ties, it was Brandon Ingram and company grabbing their seventh game of the season, defeating the Dallas Mavericks. However, it was a moment um, even before tip-off that had people attention during the team shoot-around that Andrew Williamson was seen getting his shots up. Um, it went on to say that, you know, by watching him um, play, he could barely get off the ground. You know, that's due to, I'm sure, with the foot injury, but he also has a lot of weight on him. You know, so Zion Williams needs to really um, um, get a, a, a good trainer out there, um, a good um, person who can change up his maybe his diet or what he's intaking in um, on the off season. He really needs to get somebody to whisper in his head and say, you know what, do you want to be here or you don't want to be here? Because right now he's only 21 years old, and each year he has a start of season due to injury. Due to injury. His first season into the NBA, he was out because he got injured on his offseason. Well, you know, through preseason, I should say, preseason that he got injured. Another season, he's he's out with a foot injury. I mean, he really needs to, like, you know, sit down and get – in shape and stay in shape, even in off season, stay in shape, continue working out. I mean, he could be a great player, but he's ruining it right now by, you know, blowing up in weight, not really taking it. I don't think that he's really taking it serious right now because he's so young, you know, and I shouldn't even say that because he's so young because a lot of other players came into the league um, at a young age, like Kobe and all of them went straight from high school into the NBA and they really took it serious. Zion need to do the same thing. Um, he could be one of the greats if he really, you know, take it, um, take it serious and and work on his craft and work on his meal take as well. Um, you know, stay in that gym and stay in shape. This is uh, ridiculous uh, for this, you know, this young guy. He can't even, you know, play a full season. Outside of you can't you can't stop injuries. I don't care what anyone says. It happens. No, you can't. But you can. You can't say you can wait, avoid. Wait, wait. I mean, I'm about to. I'm, well, I'm about to agree with you in a minute. But I'm saying right. you can't stop. Sometimes you just snake bit, and it happens. You, you, injuries just happen, and I don't like when everyone's like, oh, it's, oh he's blowing it because this is it because of injuries. Now the weight part he can control. He can control that and, and should be maintaining that regardless, like you said, of his foot injury or whatever. He should be just staying in shape, watching what he eats and the whole not. That part he can control. The injuries, it happens. It's just uh, some athletes are just snake bit, man. They, they can't get out of their own way. They, they, and sometimes it's not even their fault. Their body just gives out for whatever reason. Things snap on them, think whatever. It, it's a weird, a weird situation when it comes to athletes. But he does have to stay in shape. He did balloon up to over 300 pounds, and I don't know who or how how they let that happen. Um, at the end of the day, whoever's in this inner circle or whatever the case may be, for him, like just that means he was not, in my opinion, wasn't doing anything. He was just consuming food, a lot of food, and not eating the right kinds of food, and exercising and staying and staying in shape. He can't play like that. No way in the world can get up and down the court like that. So it so as he is healing, that's one thing. Now the next thing is he's not in basketball shape. So he's gonna miss he may miss 
possibly the rest of the year because he's not in basketball shape. You, you can't just throw him back out there. He's not going to last. He's going to blow up as soon as he gets to the first – as soon as he starts running down the court on the early end, he's going to blow up. That's it. He, he, it's a wrap for him. So it's right. a possibility he may lose – he may just not play the rest of the season. He's just not basketball ready. They're not going to say that yet, but you got to be – basketball ready starts in the off season, and he's not there. He's just not – not at all. And it's, it's a high-endurance game. You're back and forth. It's fast-paced. And he is not built like that right now. So although he may be healing or have healed, um, he's not ready. And he could injure himself again with all that weight, trying to jump up and rebound and dump yeah. and come back down. Yeah, that's not going to help his foot injury. To come mm-hmm. down on his knee, it could re-injure his foot, the whole nine. So there's a possibility, and I would not be surprised, if he does not play for the remainder of the year due to him not being in shape. Now, with that being said, going forward, they may have to, with him, put something in his contract to where, all right, because they're losing a lot of money. Because when people, you know, they, when the Pelicans show up to town or they play, they want to see this guy. People are paying money to see him play. So if he missed the remainder of the season, that's money going out the door. So what they may do, right. I don't know, possibly add to his contract, you've got to remain around this weight or whatever, or you may get fined, or whatever the case may be. So he got to be a businessman. He got to be mature enough to know, like, all right, I'm an I'm, I am an athlete. I'm paid to stay in shape right. and play a game. That's it. Any one of us who out, who goes out there day to day to bust their ass wouldn't mind being paid to stay in shape and play a game for a living, millions and millions of dollars. So all you gotta do, stay in shape and play a game. That's all you have to do. And when it's all he, said and done, and you done with when it's and when it's all said and done with your career, then you sit there and eat yourself all you eat yourself to death all you want, whatever. But right now you're obligated to a team and to your fans to show up in shape and play. Simple as that. And like Zoe said, yeah, he's a talented extremely player, talented, very talented extremely player. Extremely talented. Yeah. It's just that he he's just, blowing he just, it. <laughs> he just, yeah, like I said, outside of the injuries, which you can't control, stop. You gotta watch what he eats. Get a you know, get a a chef, eat some healthy portions, work out and get back on the court and play basketball. He's gotta get in basketball shape, man. I wouldn't be surprised if they shut him down for the rest of the season because of that. Uh all right, we'll yeah, take a break we'll be I agree. Back. Uh we got a lot more stuff to get into. Stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. <laughs>
the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I've brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. The fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow.
for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my inf- informed comments about HIV and AIDS. I know education. Uh, I know education on this is important. What do you think about this, though? Uh, I, I, you know, I think they just need to leave this guy alone now. You know, he apologized mm-hmm. um, for his comment, and you know, whether he's sincere of his apology or not, you know, they just need to leave him alone now. Yeah, he may not have, um, you know, fulfilled his, um, you know, obligation, um, you know, to donate to the, you know, the AIDS um, society. Um, but you know what? If he doesn't, you're going to, you know, take away his career again? For what? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, I mean, Leave the guy alone. Let him do um, continue his performance. Let him go out there and continue his career. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's ready to donate, he'll donate. What if he doesn't have mm-hmm. it like that yet? Because he hasn't been out there performing, so he wasn't making money like that. Mm-hmm. So give him some time. Give him some time. That doesn't mean that he's not going to do it. He just haven't done it yet. Mm. I just think they yeah. just need to leave him alone now and just, um, you know, just move on from this. He already apologized. Let him go. Let him alone. Um, leave him alone now. I don't know if he made a promise or they forced him into making a deal or promised to give back to all this charity. Uh, again, at the end of the day, it's like I think total of nine. So I'm sure he's not going to give up all nine at the same time. Uh if that's the case, that's not going to happen. I guess he'll either he'll do it separately or when he's ready or whatever. Who knows? Um, if he said he was going to do it and not do it, uh, oh well. I mean, I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't know. We don't know in general. Myself, so and then when listening, what the conversation was It's one sided. We haven't heard his side of it. This is just right. them saying that he, I guess, uh, made. I don't guess a promise, but. Being you know said I will go I will do X Y and Z. Um, at the end of the day, it's like let it go. If he do, fine. If he don't, just just let it go. Like Zoe said, he apologized. Whether he learned his lesson or not remains to be seen. Um, not condoning what he said, of course not. But at the end of the day, it's like, all right, we 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 been there, done that. We got it. You're mad at him. He he messed up. He said some he said some real stupid stupid shit. That is true. Let it go. And hopefully he has learned for it from it. And hopefully down the line maybe he will give to the charity. Uh, but that's like I said, it's two sides of every story. I like to hear I'm very curious to hear his comments on what happened, what was said. Did he actually say he was going to give it to him or did they assume? So that's kinda of like to hear the other side of the story coming from the baby, his point of his point of view of the meeting that took place and what was said. There you go. What'd you guys though? Indeed. Um, well, you know, we we live in this world where, you know, like in the past, you got two rappers beefing with each other. They kept it on record. Now in this um, today's world where rappers beefing against each other, guns are drawn. And there's death in, in, in involved. Well, we have two rappers um, who had their beef um, in the past are now calling it quits with the beef, and that is 50 Cent and French Montana. 
Um, during the appearance on Drink Champ Thursday, French Montana spoke about past beef for 50 cents. Uh, when asked why his relationship with the TV producer went sour, French explained that whatever beef the two rappers had is now dead, partly because he's such a fan of Stars 50 produced BMF series. This is in quote, man, let me tell you something. Me, I have no problem with 50 no more after he dropped this BMF joint. Um, that's my favorite shit, unquote, French said. Uh, and quote again, whatever me and 50 ever had, shout out to 50. Yeah, me and him, everything is over after BMF. That's the best work ever. Boy, so language, boy. <laughs> me. Um, it didn't take long uh, for <laughs> it didn't take long for 50 to accept French on peace offering. The hip hop mogul took to um, Instagram on Saturday to address his former uh, adversary um, um, comment, writing, "That's the right answer, French. Uh, <clears throat> well handled. What beef? I don't remember." That's coming from 50. So between them two, whatever beef they had in the past is now dead. It's now dead. And it all do so, according to French, the BMF um, series that 50 have out on, on um, Stars right now. That um, is definitely a big hit. But Stars BMF um, has been a hit for the network, averaging 6.5 million viewers per episode. After renewing the series for a second um, season back in October, the network announced this week that it has um, greenlight a BMF documentary series with 50 Cent once again attached as executive producer. Um, I haven't watched BMF yet, you know, and I need to, like, really get on it to see the, what all the hype is about, you know, what everybody's talking about um, in the streets, Um you know, that this is uh, really good. Um, I, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to actually take a look at this and um, see what, what the, you know, the hype is about and I'll come back on and I'll explain, you know, my view of what, you know, this series about on our next show. Um, so, you know, congratulate to those two that they squashed the beef that they had um, uh, between those two, um, um, you know, because we don't want to see – you know, this get ugly and guns are drawn between these two and all. We don't want that to happen. Um, you know, we want people to continue on with their career. Yes, beef is going to happen, you know, but be like men and just squash it. You know what? Why are we beefing? For what? Let's shake hands, let's make music together, and let's move on. So I'm, I'm I'm glad that they, you know, decided to squash their beef and they're moving on uh, with their careers. And uh, who knows, maybe in um, the next episode, 50 might um, um, bring them um, into one of the episodes of BMF. That might be somewhere down the line. Who knows? Um, it only remains to be seen. Um, so what do you think about, um, you know, these two squashing their beef, 50 and French Montana? Uh-oh. What up, though? As I said, that the Detroit, because that's a BMF. That's a Detroit thing. I like the show. The show is great. Um, I just caught it over the Have holiday break when it was showing, when it was showing uh, 
like the stars and thing for a week, and I caught up. I, I watched it. And I've heard of it, and I, I finally sat down and, and and watched the whole series. It's a good show. It is it is really good. It's based you know based off the um, Meech, uh, Meech and his brother Terry out in Detroit, like mafia family. Uh, it's really good, man. They even got the uh, Meech Flannery. They even had his son playing him as a younger kid. It's really good. If y'all know who BMF is, Google it. It's a real life story. Uh, the show is real good. Now, the French Montana part, he sounded like he was kissing ass to me because um, he's scared of 50, like kind of like don't want to, it's, it's quiet. I love that show. It's good. I really do. Like, that's what it took. So that show never came out, and it never happened. The show wasn't good at all. You still have a beef with him? Like, come on, clown. Like, that that was some cornball movie made. Um, and then, of course, 50, like, right answer. Because 50 knows, like, 50 knows he don't want none of that. That's why he's a like, good answer. He knows that. Like, I, I thought that was kind of a cornball way to kind of end it by using that show as an excuse. Um, they could, I mean, you could have just actually did that on the low low and, like, men call him and, like, yo, whatever this is, I squash it. But, like I said, what if the show wasn't good? What if he didn't like it? What if the show didn't exist? Would the beef still continue? Because magically you said it just stopped because the show was good. That's some lame stuff. But the show is good. Nevertheless, the show is good. And everyone – who hasn't seen it, get a chance to watch it. If you got stars, they usually show, like, previews of, of give you free stuff, like, like sometime, a couple of times a year. They'll show you, like, networks you don't have. They'll show the shows for free. Uh, but BMF is definitely is a good show. Um, I Like, I heard of it. Don't have stars. And um, they, they previewed it. Well, they not previewed They just get, like, like a, a free preview here and uh, of all different shows and all that. And I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, it's on this deep. It's really it's really good, and I read up on um, the Black Mafia family, and I know people out in Detroit and so forth. So I actually asked them questions about it and, and what they remember before their time or during their time and everything. And a lot of that stuff you see or portrayed has happened. It might be a little bit exaggerated, but a lot of percent, a high percent of it, percentage of what you see has happened during that time in the mid to late '80s, early '90s. In Detroit, they were buck wilding out there, uh, but it's a good show. Go check it out. I, I like it. Um, I think I think though I think you'll like it. it but it's good. It, it is really it's done very well. It's good. Like during that era, uh, at the time, because we're so used to seeing the crack era in New York and on the East Coast and doing out west. This is a point of view coming from the Midwest in Detroit, where uh, you know it's just as dangerous, just as bad, and the whole nine. So I like that point of view coming from the Midwest, because we always see out West, we always see from the East Coast, but we rarely see from the Midwest point of view, and I like it, and, and it's real cool, the, the lingo, the slang, and how it was at that time, and um, it's good, it's good, a lot of good actors, you got Wood Harris in it, his brother uh, Steve Harris is in it, um, yeah, it's, it's you got some fresh faces, up-and-comers, and veterans in there, I think you'll like it, though, and I think if you guys haven't seen it yet, check out BMF, it, it is a good show. And I just and I'm not yeah. just saying it because I got beef for fifty cent. I don't have beef for fifty cent. Even if I did have beef for fifty cent, <laughs> I don't say it because of that. <laughs> it is a good show regardless. <laughs> I'm not trying to squash it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm definitely going to check, check it out, out and I'll definitely give my input on, um, you know, next week's show. I'll definitely give my input on it, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, because I haven't as of yet, you know, but I'm hearing a lot of good reviews on it. Um, you know, six point five viewers, uh, six point five million viewers per episode. That's that's some um, good numbers right there. 
That's some very and, good numbers yeah. right there. Um, and, and hopefully they keep that going. Let's carry that over to the second season. Let's not – hopefully they don't get cocky and arrogant and uh, keep that momentum going because you, you don't want to rest on your laurels. You want to keep that – bottle that up and don't change too much and carry that to the second season because what right. usually some shows do or people do in general – they get a little too they get a little too comfortable and they just think, all right, you know, we can just keep it this way and then the drop off happens. But carry that momentum over to the second season. Keep that energy coming. Um, what happened last season, last season, last season is over with. So just bring that over and keep it going, you know, I mean, because there's a lot of stories um out of the whole thing they can stretch out in a you know, a couple of seasons, you know, what I mean? if they do it right. Just carry that momentum over and just keep doing what they're doing. And like I said, so far so good. After one season, the show is uh, successful. So that's, that's a good thing there. Um, and we're successful also, and we're so successful that we're going to take a break and come back with our successful selves and get back into some other stuff. And we're going to play some successful music here at NYP Entertainment Radio, holiday successful music. And uh, we're going to have some more, a lot more things. Uh, time is flying by fast, but Zoe got some stuff. I have some things. So sit back, relax, and we'll be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio.
more than worth it It's everything that you've been dreaming of So sweet You're soft to something nice The luxury, the life Cause you're the gift that keeps on giving You deserve it all You deserve it all You know you've been good all year Come over here and let me show you NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. Uh, remember, if uh, you can't catch this show live while it's happening, uh, you can always download on any of the 13 other platforms, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Google, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Radio Public, and so forth. Um, if you haven't yet, subscribe and then download uh, and enjoy, comment, share, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Uh, Vegas police confirm they're investigating R&B singer Trey Songs. Uh, Vegas, Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Police Department, LVPD, said it is investigating sexual assault allegations involving R&B singer Trey Songs. Uh, LVPD said in a statement, uh, in a statement it had received a complaint uh, last Sunday about an incident involving musician whose real name is Tremaine Alden Nervison, uh, excuse me, Nervison, at a Las Vegas strip, uh, Las, Vegas, Las Vegas strip hotel. Um, Sunday was Nervison's 37th birthday. LVD, LVPD spokesperson Misela um, Para said Nervison uh, has been cooperating with authorities and arrests have been made. Um, Nervison, a three-time Grammy-nominated artist, uh, has had several run-ins with the law enforcement. The Gotta Make It singer was arrested earlier this year after being accused of getting into an altercation with police officers over not following COVID protocols and, and other rules at the NFL AFC conference game, championship game. Criminal charges were not filed um, in that instance. Uh, additionally, uh, actress Kiki Palmer accused uh, Neverson of, quote, sexual, sexual intimidation after stating she was included Stated after saying she was included in his music video, pick up the phone without her consent. 
In a series of deleted tweets, Palmer saw Vakila in the B called on Neverson for filming her despite her repeatedly saying she did not want to make a cameo in the video. Neverson has repeatedly denied Palmer's accusation against him. Uh, Baby Girl Buggin, Neverson said in a tweet in 2017, point blank period, got my number, could have called, saw the cameras and the lights and heard action. Uh, That's a lot there. Um, some of the Kiki Palmer situation. I hope he didn't do that because you, you know, uh, secretly videotaping someone against, uh, against him not knowing. That's just that's some cornball shit you shouldn't do. Um, the sexual other allegations and so forth. Hopefully, nothing happens. It's, he doesn't need any. We as a general need another see another entertainer, let alone African American male, um, be blackballed from the industry. Uh, for allegations that may or may not be true. Um, like I'm kind of like you in a way with you were saying about divorces and stuff like that in the news, and I know we reported in the mm-hmm. whole nine. I'm kind of sort of am at the point where when it comes to celebrities doing the same thing over and over again, meaning possibly putting themselves in situations that they maybe can avoid, and it's a kind of these allegations of sexual assault, whether against a, a fellow celebrity, whether against someone else, or, you know, um, it's kind of ongoing. And I'm not saying he brought it on himself, but it's, it's an ongoing thing that I'm kind of tired of hearing about and reading just in general. Because um, it's just, I don't know, it's just something that just I'm kind of tired of. And it just, it's just like, man, we don't need someone else to be in, you know, drag through court, career ended, and the whole nine. We definitely don't need that going forward. We just don't. What do you think? You know, we all know that that celebrities use their celebrity um, celebrity um, to take advantage of certain situations. Like the male celebrities, they take advantage of of of, of women. You know, knowing that the women is going to be there, what we call groupies. They're going to be there only because of their fame. So they take advantage of it. You know, I've been into events, you know, where I had tables next to uh, specific artists, you know, an artist that's, you know, going through this, um, you know, that I sat right next to him. I could reach out and touch him. We're in the, in the club, you know, uh, once again, you know, God rest the dead, stand strong, myself and a few other people, we in the VIP area, and we're looking down at um, certain, um, you know, people, you know, the girls, they, they looking up and they just see this specific, uh, specific um, artist who's a celebrity, and um, they're doing everything that they can to catch his attention, and it caught his attention. So his little security team that he had around him, he sends them it? down. He points out which one he wants. He points out which one he wants. They go down there. They grab whoever they want. And when you look around, this particular celebrity is gone. He disappeared. Where did he go with them? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not going to make assumptions of what happened after that. But the particular celebrity that I'm referring to is R. Kelly. Mm. R. Kelly, the specific mm-hmm. person that I'm, I'm speaking of is R. Kelly, that I was in the same VIP room with him. 
and his table was right next to mine. We were in the side of a club. We're looking down. We're standing up, vibing off the music, looking down at the um, audience because we were in the higher up, um, you know, like the balcony area, and we're looking down at them. And they're out there. They're gyrating everything that they can to catch his attention. And they caught his attention. You know, he disappeared after that, after, you know, his security went in, you know, after he pointed out certain people. And um, they were gone. You know, again, I can't speculate. I can't say what happened after that. You know, I can't say that they went and did something that they weren't, you know, that, that um, you know, would have caught a case for him or something like that. But you know what? I can't say that. You know, it could have went and just had a drink. I don't know. <laughs> but a lot of them use their celebrity to take advantage of uh, certain people. Now, with Trey Song's situation, Trey Song, I'm sure that he, you know, been with many women out there. He, he probably have. Most, more than likely, um, he took, you know, his celebrity will generate a lot of women to come in his direction. Did he, um, you know, do what that person says, sexually assault or whatever? We don't know that. That's his word against her word. You know, only um, time will tell if the allegations that is um, being placed out there is truth or not. Hopefully, you Mm -hmm. know, it'll, you know, he will prevail or, you know, if he did do it, then, you know, he need to pay the price. If he didn't do it, then he could continue on with his music and the person who put out the false allegation, if it is false allegation, I'm not saying it is, will pay the price for putting it out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. That's true. Now with the now, now with the um, Kiki Palmer situation, you know he knows that he just can't secretly record some um, somebody and then put it on their on their video without their consent. You know this is business. Can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. You're looking at a lawsuit. Yeah. Just in general, you can't do that. It's about it's just in general, you can't be secretly filming people. That's just Creeping and against the law, so nah. Uh, what else you got? Well, we have um Diddy. Um, the business mogul bids three point five billion million dollars Wednesday in attempt to uh, reacquire the Sean John apparel brand he founded twenty three years ago. I don't understand why he, you know, sold off um, the brand anyway, you know, only to want to buy it back. Why not keep it? That's my opinion. But um, Sean um, Diddy Combs is trying to rescue the Sean John apparel brand he founded 23 years ago uh, following a bankruptcy following by the company current, current owner. On Wednesday, Combs bid $3.3 million to uh, reacquire Sean John from the North American Division of Global Brand Group, um, USA Incorporated. Um, the brand management firm are holding company that filed for bankruptcy in July, according to the Wall Street Journal. Um, GBG has owned 90% of Sean, Sean Johnson's comb sold most of his company back in 2016, according to fashion industry news um, site, um, WWD, Sean John generated about 
450 million in annual retail sales in 2016, but the COVID-19 pandemic took a major toll on GBG's finances, according to Fashion United, a trade publication. Bloomberg reports that GBG, uh, which also owns other brand labels created by Jennifer Lopez, Ava uh, Longoria, and the estate of Bob Marley, has been looking for a buyer for Sean John since May. A December 15 deadline has been set for other buyers to submit higher bids, according to TMZ. The entertainment news site reports sources uh, close to Diddy says he is uh, enthusiastic uh, about reacquiring and revamping Sean John. Um, it goes on and on and on. Um, but, you know, he sold, he sold 90% of, of um, his company. You know, he's keeping 10% of it. You know, I'm, I'm just, I understand that it's, it's, it's business and all, but if it was a success, why sell it off in the first place? Why sell it off? Now he's, um, you know, fighting to keep the brand alive by trying to, you know, buy it back, offering $3.3 million. You know, there's a chance that he may not get it back, but who knows? He may. He may get it back, but if there's a higher bidder out there that's going to, um, you know, out, you know, put in a bid that's much higher, is he going to go and, and bid higher for it? Is he going to co- continue rebidding, um, you know, to outbid the other person? I don't see him how I'm doing that. I don't see him doing that after that. I, I, I see him, um, you know, if it doesn't go his way and the other person um, gets it, he'll let the other person have it. But why sell it off? You know, it, it wasn't money. a failure. It's money. It wasn't a failure. Yeah. It's no other reason but, but money. They gave him a great offer. That's what it comes down to. It's cash. You know, it wasn't a failure. So the other thing has to be money. They gave him a nice fat paycheck and take 90% of it only. He has 10%. He, and he only still 10% of it. Um, and that was Sean's talk. And, and that's what it comes down to. It's, it's just the almighty dollar. Um, right now, I, I don't like, I think if he buys it back, he can revive it. Because Sean John right now is a dead brand. No one, I rarely see it anywhere now. So I think it'd be kind of cool he bring it back and revive it, and I think that's what he's maybe he's, what he's trying to do uh, with the success of Yeezy. He can he can do the same thing with Sean John, and bring it back out and revive it and give it life. So hopefully he can pull it off. If someone outbids him, he may get other <laughs> investors to come in with him. Get Nobody's going to know, know his brand but him. Out. He created right, it, but he will know how to keep it out there. The other company don't know. Right. His vision of yeah. Sean John. He knows no, his vision no. of it because he created it. Right. But uh, as I was saying, like I said, they outbid him and get investors to come in and just get it back. You know what I mean? And like I said, he could drive that straight, like get that back off the ground. And, and Sean John, like I said, he created it. That's his vision. And I'm sure, like I said, he's seen what Yeezy's doing and look what, it, look what that stream of revenue made him a billionaire, and I think he revised that Sean John thing, yeah, and I think it'll be good. So hopefully he gets it back. I, I have a strange feeling I think he will get it back, quite frankly, because it's like 
I mean, they in bankruptcy. They were, I mean, they'll take anything they could possibly get. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's not like they just sell off the selling at all. They're backed against the wall. So I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets it back. And if they go, somebody try to outbid him, he'll probably bring investors on just to get it back because it's his name. And uh, I think it'll be kind of cool to see what happens. Hopefully, he gets it back. We shall see. But I've seen that. I've seen it yes. earlier this week, and I and I thought the same thing, and it dawned on me. Had to be money. They had to offer him something serious years ago, but him just to let it go. Look at that deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could walk away from the table. So. Um, all right, we're going to play one more. We have one more music break before we wrap things up here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store but the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your old front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dawes that'll talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait For school to start again It's beginning to look a lot Like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your heart It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas once more. 
chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase Kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to you Times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. All right, everyone. Unfortunately, that's it for today. We'll wrap things up here. And uh, so let's do the shout-outs. Yeah, by the way, I love that song by Nat King Cole. Um, that's one of my favorite Christmas songs um, ever, you know, by Nat King Cole. It's just so smooth. But shout-out to Kyle. Shout-out to Philly. Um, shout-out to everybody who continue to follow us um, um, and who listen to us, who take the time to listen to us here on NYP Entertainment Radio. Um, we're definitely grateful to all of y'all. Um, new music for next month. Um, it won't be for this month because this is the month of all Christmas tunes. But for next month, hit us up. New topics, hit us up on nypaentertainment at gmail.com. nypaentertainment at gmail.com. Remember to spell out the word entertainment. 
Uh, definitely shout out to everyone there as far as uh, New York, Philly, globally. Um, in two weeks, which is our final show of 21, um, I'm going to save this, what I'm going to say for then. Um, it's just what I saw recently with the downloads uh, from this past year that just wasn't stateside, just globally and and a lot of these platforms near the end of the year break down our listeners and all that stuff. And it's quite humbling and it's overwhelming. And I appreciate you guys, like Zoe said, taking the time out each week, uh, whether it's live or on any other platforms at your leisure, listening to NYP Entertainment Radio. Uh, be safe. We'll see you next week. Be nice to one another. And that's it. We out. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Yo, I'm not a preacher, I just like making good music. The show is over, the show is over. The show is over, the show is over. I think I'm paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind terrain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left battered and bruised Choose, these niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man Trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I seek to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars Can I line the journey is dark but I'll find A source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I've built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relay to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truths As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture my morals of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain
over, the show is over.